Welcome to Tuber Talk, Canada's potato podcast. Tuber Talk is produced by Potatoes in Canada magazine. You've tuned in to hear about the people and the ideas making a difference in the Canadian potato industry. Trust Stadium post-harvest fungicide from Syngenta to help keep potatoes picture-perfect coming out of storage. Just one application of Stadium on potatoes going into storage helps protect tubers from the spread of fusarium dry rot and silver scurf. It also offers three modes of action for built-in resistance management. Stadium. Quality in, quality out. Learn more at Syngenta.ca. Always read and follow label directions. Hi, and welcome to Tuber Talk. I'm Derek Cloutier, editor of Potatoes in Canada, and today I'm chatting with Megan Cameron, who just completed her family medicine residency with Dalhousie University. Megan is doing research on depression and anxiety prevalence amongst PEI farmers, and today we're going to talk to Megan about what some of the indicators are with depression and anxiety and learn a bit more about how common this is with growers and how we can support them. Welcome to the podcast, Megan. Thanks. Great. Well, how about we start off by just telling us a little bit about yourself and how you became interested in the importance of mental health when it comes to potato growers and PEI? So my name is Megan Cameron. Uh, I'm originally from Nova Scotia, where I grew up on a beef farm. So I was surrounded by agriculture growing up. And now I live in PEI with my husband, who is a potato farmer. So definitely surrounded by uh, by agriculture growing up and then now married to a potato farmer. So it's an everyday, it's a lifestyle, I guess. <laughs> um, so I've always, I've been interested in mental health and I do find that it's probably one of the most rewarding parts of my practice and really what started me to wonder about the prevalence of of anxiety and depression amongst PEI farmers was after the potato wart crisis. Um, This affected every potato farmer on the island and I really wondered, you know, has this affected their mental health? And, and I saw, I saw the devastation with, with my partner's family. So that's kind of where it stemmed from. And other other industries, other farming industries throughout the pandemic have been greatly affected, like dairy farmers, um, also going the recent uh, beef labeling that was difficult for farmers as well. Thankfully, that uh, didn't didn't amount to much. But so I, I wondered, you know, what are the prevalence in this in this agricultural community? The study that I did was uh, specific to all farmers in PEI. However, about 49.6% of my participants were from the potato industry. So this, this my study does give a pretty a good snapshot of what the potato industry looks like in terms of their, their mental health. That's great. There certainly are a lot of potato farmers in PEI. So through your research, what have you learned about how prevalent depression and anxiety is in PEI farmers? And when it does exist, do growers typically seek to find help and address it? Or is it something that maybe there's still a bit of a stigma there where they tend to to keep it quiet and not say anything? Uh, so in terms of the prevalence that, so my study did uh, questionnaires for screening of anxiety and depression. So the study inter- for all of, pe- for farming, the study showed that 66.6% were classified as mild to severe depression. Um, and 80, 81.2% were classified as mild to severe anxiety. So pretty high numbers. 
In terms of the actual percentages for potato farmers, I, I didn't have that data right offhand. However, the mean scores for depression indicated that potato farmers, the average showed mild depression. And then the mean scores for anxiety showed moderate anxiety within that, that population. So, I mean, it is, they're high, high numbers. And if I were seeing those patients in my clinic and they scored as positive screening, it would, it would definitely open up conversation. But in terms of growers seeking help, I don't have exact data on this. I, I mostly just have kind of anecdotally information. And I would say that there's probably still a lack of farmers in general seeking help and maybe seeking help later stages when things are are really bad. And and also in PEI, based on a, a recent census, most farmers were male. And we do know from studies that men are typically less likely to seek mental health assistance. So that's and that's why the conversation is so important. To think that eight in ten farmers are experiencing something like that is 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 mm-hmm. unbelievably high. So from your research that you have done, what about studies from that you've seen from across Canada and around the world? How do those compare to the studies that you've done in PEI? Are there any particular areas in Canada where depression and, and anxiety is a little bit more prevalent in farmers? Or is it something uh, that, that's not really looked at that way? Mm-hmm. Um, so before I did my study, I did kind of a literature review on the studies that have been out there. And Big areas are the UK, the US, Australia, Finland, and Norway are some big studies that I saw, and they all reported that farmers experience high levels of stress, depression, anxiety, and psychological distress higher than the the norms for for those areas. So this, this data is kind of reproducible through multiple different countries. Within Canada, there, I think within the last five years, there's been an uptick of research being done by a group in Ontario, primarily, I believe it's out of Guelph University. And they recently published a study in 2022, which showed that that all participants scored more severely across all scales than the, the general Canadian population. And, and a lot of it, they looked at also the effects of the pandemic uh, related to, to how it, that's affected farmers. So it is reproducible throughout Canada in terms of specific areas of Canada. I'm not sure if there's pockets where it's higher or, and, and maybe if I looked more into the studies that have been done, you can maybe extrapolate that. But yeah, as of now, I'm not sure if there's areas or that are that are more prevalent with from my study we did compare all the commodities and there wasn't any difference between like grain or dairy or beef or potato farmers in terms of the the scores that they had it was pretty general that everyone was experiencing some degree of of psychological distress you mentioned the pandemic as one contributing factor but what do you think are some of the other factors in a in a potato farmer or any farmer's life that would lead them to experience anxiety and even possible depression. Yeah, I mean, potato farming is is so it's unique and and some unique factors compared to other industries like globalization, climate change, the variable market prices, pressures to plant within a certain time and to harvest within a certain time frame, 
a big thing in, in PEI is labor shortages due to just being in rural populations and, and not having the, the people to work. When I, I did uh, present to the PEI Potato Board and some of their members brought up financial financial stress as a huge indicator, feeling as if someone always had their hand in their pocket just waiting for money. Another common theme was was the loss of generations like within the farm, like the the main person that kind of kept the farm going, that loss of due to death, that person and and feeling, I guess, that they had to keep this this farm going and not being not wanting to be the one that failed. I think that's a huge stress to to farmers. And I mean, obviously, I'd be amiss if I didn't bring up the handling of the potato wart crisis that that affected PEI. Many farmers that I, I spoke to, you know, some of them just didn't plant this year, which is a huge that took a huge toll on them to to ha- like to be that devastated that they can't plant. So there's there was a lot of things related to to that that's probably caused a lot of the the financial stress, the just overall toll on people. And these stressors are cumulative over a lifetime. They build up every season and, you know, it can only take one incident that, for lack of a better word, breaks someone. Is there any particular type of farmer? Like you mentioned, obviously, most most farmers that you uh, that you spoke to as part of your study were male, but based on age, experience as a farmer, maybe the size or scope of their business, is, was there any other factors like that that might have contributed to who might be more susceptible to experiencing anxiety and depression? Yeah, I actually find that's a very interesting question. Within my study, there was no difference between age or experience. However, most of the people that participated in my study were owners. So I didn't really, I wasn't able to compare owners to their employees to see what the prevalence is. I think it would actually, I was chatting with my husband about this. I think it would be really interesting looking at if there was any difference between the size of farm or the type of like seed versus table versus processing, if there would be different prevalences with those and I, you know, I think it would be interesting to expand my research to look more at those dem- demographics and and more so the causations of the anxiety and depression because I I didn't necessarily include that. I'm mostly making hypothesis of of causation. So, what are some of the key indicators that someone might want to look out for if their friend or loved one might be experiencing anxiety and depression? Yeah, I think that that's that's really important because often people don't know the signs to look out for. Particularly changes in behavior would be an indicator, such as not participating in hobbies that they once enjoyed, isolating themselves, not communicating as much, less productivity, increased use of drugs or alcohol, changes in their overall like hygiene and appearance, some changes in their mood, like trouble coping, overreacting to situations, feeling hopelessness or uh, negativity. There is a a really good resource from Farm Credit Canada, actually, that's called Rooted in Resilience. And they they included this table that's called a wellness dashboard. And basically it goes by green being healthy and at optimal level, ranging to orange area, which is like burnout. And then the red area, which would be, you know, an act like a very serious mental health disease. So 
the signs that I mentioned previously are more in that burnout range that you would look for. And I think this dashboard table actually, when I found it, I was like, oh, this would be great to distribute amongst farmers to to have so that they're aware of what the signs are to look out for in themselves and for their family members. And what can I, I imagine in PEI, it's a very tight knit community, uh, particularly potato farmers. I know there are other farmers who grow other other products, but I imagine it's a pretty tight knit community. So kind of a two part question. Aside from what you have already mentioned, where can farmers go to seek help if they feel like they're experiencing anxiety and depression? And the second part of that question is, if you suspect that somebody might be experiencing depression or anxiety, how might you go about talking to them about it? Because it can certainly be a sensitive subject and you don't want to like overstep your bounds. So what can somebody do to help somebody who might be experiencing that? Mm-hmm. So in PEI particular, there's a program called Farmers Talk um, and the website is farmerstalk.ca and farmers can access private counseling via telephone. And I believe the counseling can happen actually go like going to someone's farm to do it. And Canada wide, various provinces have the same, the same thing. Some other good resources, there's one called the Do Good Agriculture Foundation. That one has a lot of resources online. And they also, there's different programs and courses that people can take actually to learn about mental health and what the signs are and and how to approach that with others. Another initiative that has recently started is the Canadian Centre for Agriculture Wellbeing. That's actually started by that group of individuals I mentioned from Ontario that I believe will eventually start to have different education sessions and do like a conference that's specific to just agricultural uh, well-being. And in terms of the second question, what to do if, if you notice someone is struggling, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just to ask. Oftentimes we are scared to open that box and and just ask, how are you doing? Like that's that's such an important question is just asking, how are you doing? Do you want to talk about it? Or just sitting down and and talking about it and being oftentimes farmers are all are experiencing the same thing. So when they know someone else is experiencing it, well, it makes them kind of feel like I'm not alone in this. So I think it, it is super important just to ask, how are you doing and and talk about it, know that there is a support system there. And in terms of for, I know myself in the medical community, that's a big part of this research that I want to do is, is getting it out there, um, specifically amongst primary care providers, because we need to be asking our patients as well how how things are going. And if we know that this community of, of farmers has high prevalence of psychological distress, then maybe we should be asking and screening for it a lot more than we do. So, yeah, I think just looking out for those signs that I mentioned before and and just asking, how are you doing? What can I do? Do you want to talk about it? That's great advice, Megan. Thanks a lot for your insight. I know this can certainly be a sensitive subject, but one that shouldn't be ignored. And we appreciate you taking time out of your vacation to chat with us today. Thank you. It was great.
Thank you for listening to Tuber Talk, Canada's potato podcast. Catch up on all of our other episodes wherever you listen to podcasts or online at potatoesincanada.com slash podcasts.